Okay, there's something I was going to talk about. Oh yeah, welcome. Um, a blue autistic um, podcast episode. Um, welcome to my backyard. As I walk the yard to keep pace, to keep myself on point, in focus, to what to talk about. Something that comes up to talk about is this thing that I like to call um, bored into confusion. But I'm going to say it in a few ways so that we don't get stuck in a viewpoint and we all can find our own place here. Um, Bored in confusion. And then there's another way to kind of um, perceive it, like where you could say... You've literally been um, bored like a machine is boring you constantly into a state of confusion. Oh, no. That is a big thing to realize. Um that is even possible uh, that I don't know that a lot of people a lot of people can see it uh, from the outside they can talk about it there's all kinds of things about it um, but when you experience that for your life and you really actually experience that Um, it's a real thing. And you basically are, you have confused eyes. You're walking around the world with confused eyes on. Uh, But everyone is trying to make you think they know. Or everyone, I won't say that. Everyone looks like they know. Everyone acts like they know. But then it's like um, when you start asking questions to try to insinuate that someone actually knows, um, you realize that the more questions you ask, the more confused they get. The more confused you get, the more you realize they don't know Adam from Eve and you don't know Eve from Adam. And... Um, well, then your world tanks right in front of you. And all that you thought you knew, um, goes away. And life falls apart. And, well, I know that a lot of people have experienced it before. In various ways. Uh, For me, it just happened to be just about everything. Um, 
In the autistic community, um, you call it something like burnout, um, but it's like a complete life burnout. It's not just work. <laughs> if it was just work, that'd be one thing. Uh, no, it's like a whole thing. Um, body crapping out, spirits crapping out, minds crapping out, uh, life falling apart all around you all the time. And I like to use this analogy sometimes. It's like I would sit there in those moments when it's happening um, and it's like you're sitting there driving down the road or something and it's like you, I would imagine off to the left, there's like a massive forest fire on the right side of the road there's like a hurricane coming in um right in front of you there's like tornadoes that you can see ahead and in your rearview mirror there's like uh clowns uh keeping you going forward and then you're sitting there right in the middle and you're just like Oh, well, if this hasn't been every day of my life for the past, um, I don't know, two, three years, at least the way I've experienced it for myself inside, um, then I wouldn't know any different. This literally, this day feels so normal with those kind of circumstances that I might as well just uh, figure out how to get on with... um, Knowing life can be like that tomorrow, and knowing life can be like um, a day filled with nature the day before. And watching it all just be like that. And in every moment, realizing you are just as confused as you were the moment you woke up as to the moment you went to sleep, but you constantly make yourself realize or think inside of you that you went somewhere. And it's like, actually, you know, it's weird um, to say it like this, but like, no, like your body, it went back to the same bed. Your mind went back to the same bed. Your thoughts all went back to the same bed. Um, You just have different thoughts now. So your inside scenery or thinking or mood or emotions, they're all just a little bit different than they were when you woke up. Uh, you do that and you start to see it like that um, and you do it for a while you start to be like man I just feel like I'm running in place and nothing is it's like I, I thought I thought I just found the gold mine and then next thing you know it's like you find um, like a thought comes in to me at least that will like um Show you that you can't ever grab on to life. Like, it's simple concepts, right? Simple logic stuff, like your... The earth is always moving. Um, so it's not going to stand still. 
uh, for you to like get on in your life and organize it and figure it all out and then hit play on earth so the earth starts rotating again it's like no actually that's the weirdest part about the whole thing it's like the whole time you're just waiting uh you're almost like waiting for like life to stop so that you can get on and keep and get go keep going like almost need like time and space for like healing and stuff like that or like just to let all the like recharge and get all the crap out of you that you've been experiencing and that kind of stuff um but it just doesn't it doesn't it's not like the world is going to stop for you that's the weird thing is life keeps happening underneath you and all around you and it's like until you can get your head above water to see what it is that you're even trying to do you're not directing life really in any sort of fashion or way because you're trying to make life stop so that then you can figure it all out and then start life back again. But like the closest thing you could ever do is create space and give yourself time. And you do that and you start to really consciously start to recognize exactly the kind of experience that you're creating and you start to understand how you're creating it, why you're creating it. You can see that when you interact with people that they're all just like reflecting you back to you in their own way or through their own journey or through their own memories or through their own words it's kind of like it's kind of like this like thing that's like um you talk to people and it's like you're just sharing uh in a way like sharing labels which point you to a place within them um to which they will either open up and talk about or not and it's like to to get real complex with it it's like to the degree that you actually um interact with them in that way is like every word or every phrase or every syllable or every letter or whatever you want to call it sound um that you use while talking um Every single one of them could lead you down a path. But if you have an objective already in your mind or you already kind of know what you're going to talk about. So like, for instance, uh, at the beginning, I said bored into confusion, bored in confusion. It's like if you already have a sort of like topic to talk about, um you can like 
create space around the topic so that other people can like come in and view it in different ways too and join in on the conversation for themselves and others or you can like try to like drown the topic in details so that you kind of like take people to get lost in that world but the thing with my with like the autism and like uh, being labeled autistic and diagnosed and stuff like the thing about it is you if you think you're talking about one thing and i think you're talking about another we can actually um go to different places inside of us at least i it perceptually experiences it i perceptually experience it like that to where um you can think we're talking about like the movies or something and i think we're talking about like Uh, music and we can both be on the same page to the degree that I can follow you knowing that I'm thinking about music or relating it to music while you're thinking or relating it to movies or a book or a conversation or life or whatever and so I can simultaneously when people are talking to me do that inside I can know I'm standing at a different place looking at the same thing that you're looking at. And at the same time, I see where you're looking at it from. But I can see that like we're just... While we're looking at the same thing, it's like I'm standing on one side of the yard and you're standing on the other. And we're both looking at like an object in the middle of the yard. And, well, because of that, like, um, sometimes it's like, it quiets your mind down, inside, it quiets your inside, your insides just, your inside thoughts, like the, everything just gets less, a little, a little less noisy inside, because you realize, like, um, for the amount of time you think you know what's going on, all it takes is someone to like be able to like flip your view a little bit, and then you get so confused as to where you are. But not where you are. A lot of people, it seems like, from what I can gather, uh, my brain doesn't do this, so. Uh, But from what I can gather from other people, it's like a pattern that people have inside that I pick up on patterns all the time. But like it's a pattern that they seem to have where basically you like accumulate a story of details so that you can like... um, I don't know, have more to talk about with other people. Whereas, like, my brain can't, doesn't want to, my body, my brain, my spirit, nothing in me wants to accumulate details. The more I accumulate, the worse I feel. 
So as I as I talk and stuff, I don't I don't try to I don't literally accumulate details at all. It's like your um you know, actually I heard a good phrase from someone the other day um about what what she called it. She called it um external processing. Uh that's kind of what happens when I talk and it seems like from what I can pick up the way other autistics experience it too when they talk to other other autistic people but when you talk but I'll have to clarify this a little bit um but when they talk to like when I or they seem to talk to me or I talk to them other um other people, not autistic people at this point, when I talk to other people, like neurotypical people as it's generally referred to, um, when I talk to them, I somehow always leave the conversation and I've like accumulated like more thinking. It's like more stuff to think about. But when I go and talk to other autistic people, um, it's the opposite. I literally accumulate less because it's like shutting itself off of me or shutting itself out of me or shutting itself away from me as I'm talking. And then I feel better. But to the degree that like other um other people aren't as uh just not on the same wavelength when you talk to them like that um they are basically going to have you like you're going to accumulate stuff as you talk and then you have to go back later and process it or your brain is like can't rest because you know such like i heard from i hear this from neurotypical people too i watch them they do they have a lot of the same kind of things when they say it like this this is they're not autistic they don't have the qualities but they do have patterns that i I pick up and I see and I've inevitably learned through masking over the years which I'm I don't know you know everyone seems to have mixed opinions about that so here's mine I've tried to correct correct all the masking I've tried to like do all the therapy I can do to figure like you know catch it before it comes on catch all your habits before they happen blah 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 all that stuff and it's like the more I go on trying to trying to literally not allow myself to be the more I realize I'm just like playing the same game that another is try- like taught me which is basically like don't don't express yourself don't express your emotions so in a way I'm almost like the mask is almost like a learned skill that I've I've um I've developed and grown um since I was born um so how good I mask I don't know I don't know if we have like masking competitions or that's kind of weird um statement but like um yeah you just 
I'm learning to embrace it. Embrace the masking. Let it, let it help you. Not, don't let it, like, what, like why, like the thing I can't figure out, the, this is what my brain did and what I did when, uh, when I first learned about autism and diagnosis and what it's all about and all this stuff. It's like instantly my brain went into like instant resistance mode towards all of it. And so I'm trying to like take off my masking, like let it fall away. Don't keep doing it. Don't do this. Don't do that. And it's like the more I tried, the worse it all got. And if I just literally embrace me as I am now and realizing that like um, if someone doesn't like you or accept you as you are, then they simply just need to go on and um, find a different crowd. Like, there's always going to be a crowd for you. Like, you know, you're not a human on earth who um, is supposed to be, like, locked up in their room type of thing. Uh, Someone, you always, like, I have this phrase that I like to use. um, uh, You always have, like, you're always someone's equal. Or you're always someone's, like, um, opposite or something like that. And regardless, that means, like, you and I can both be in the space together, disagree, and yet we still have our own dignity or our own character or our own personality or our own like way in which we experience the world and I can sit there as long as we both in like full acceptance of each other mode uh, which is hard to find around some people Um, but as long as we're in that kind of mode then you realize that we're all in this together like whatever I do affects the next person, whatever you do affects me, um, in the most subtle ways. And it's like we not we're not around each other all the time, no. But like at the same time, it's like if I'm sitting here and then <clears throat> I were to like start, I don't know, making my mind go nuts on certain things. The next time we meet up. Um, I'm affecting you in the conversation because I haven't been taking care of myself. I've been letting myself go or um, not doing, I would say it more like this, not doing what I feel like is right for me and doing what um, uh, everyone is telling me is right for me instead. And it's like, I just like need to embrace doing me as I am whatever it seems like I should be doing at that moment that makes me feel good in that moment. Um, Because, you know, it's like... I know there's times and seasons in life, you know? It's clear. Everyone kind of goes through periods and seasons for things. So at some point, it's almost like you've gone through enough of your of enough suffering in life 
to where you have to, like in order to get yourself out of the, the hole, the hole of confusion, um, then in order to do that, you have to, you have to make choices in your life that make you feel good in the moment. Even if like the person, like even if your family or whoever is trying to tell you that's not the right thing. And you're like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the right thing, but I know you're telling me different. So that means you have a different viewpoint, which means this isn't the right thing for you, but it's the right thing for me. And you have to agree to disagree on that. And then if you can do that, then it's like uh, everything okay. Now, if they disagree and then keep adding chaos to your life, you kind of like, why would I add continue to experience want them to be in my life if literally um i'm accepting fully accepting them and realizing that like that isn't meant for them that specifically isn't meant for them but i can see it's meant for me so um they need to respect me as much as i'm respecting them and if if they can't get the message you need to speak up if if you don't feel like you're cap- you want to speak up to them, then um, it's like the relationship between you two can't change. And half the time, it's like the biggest conversations um, seem the hardest because you don't ever find the right words or the right page to be on with them until the very end of the conversation. And then at the end of the conversation, you find you almost always get on the same page with them and you're always in sync with them. Um, And when you do that, it's like the words you've been looking for all along couldn't come to you unless you had that conversation with those people. And then it's like you get all of your answers and so it's like stress, 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 or anxiety or worry or whatever inside of you. Oh, crap, I've got to make talk to this person about this. It's such a big conversation. It's so deep. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to start it. I don't know how to use the words. Um, speaking from experience, you deliberate on the, the what you're going to say, the opening line, the whole thing. You're trying to figure out exactly what you're trying to say and how to direct the conversation and stuff. Uh, and you you do that for like days on end before before you have do it. And the thing I've I've always come I've learned and come to notice is the more I deliberate about what I'm going to say, the worse it comes out because I've made it into something more than it actually is. And so if I just literally it's like thought, oh yeah, like oh, crap, I yeah I probably should talk to. Like, I feel like I need to say this to someone, like, even if it's just for you, like, you feel like you need to say it for, like, your emotions or something. Um, As long as you have the intention that you're literally trying to, like, better both of you, and you're not doing it just just for you, you're doing it for them too, so that you and them can have a better relationship together. Uh, then it's like much easier for you to realize that you just start start talking 
and it will all come out in its own way. And half the time, you don't even have to figure out what it is anymore in the middle of the conversation because it's like they take over. And you just sit back and kind of like watch them almost explain to you what it is you've been trying to explain to yourself that you can't explain to you or you haven't been able to explain to yourself because like you needed to talk to them about it. Now, it's not always the same person you would need to talk to. You could always do it to someone else. But oftentimes what I find is like sometimes there's certain things that you know that person is like that person is able to help you more with it because of like where they are in life and how their 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 own journey has been in life and their life experience you'll know kind of the person to talk to about it as long as they're willing to talk about it you know um so yeah anyways you get bored into confusion with details um Because, uh, you know, I'm going to say the things that everyone's probably always thinking about sometimes. It's or always realizes at some point, it's like, you know, at the at some point with some a conversation with some people, if they um, don't understand um, that everyone has a place in this world and everyone's place should be respected just as much as the next person's place. Um, then you're going to, like, realize that, like, they, they're always trying to, how do you say it, like, um, explain to you how to, how you can construct them inside you. So that you can experience their world because they think their world is great and they think you should experience their world too. And they can't see that when you're talking to them, you're not looking for them to explain their world to you or how to get, um, or how they would get beyond something in their life. You're not looking for an absolute concrete answer to this stuff. You're looking for like, a perspective which you then take back and look at afterwards or in the moment if your brain can do it that quickly um, in that moment you can like see it from a different perspective and then you don't then you can find like your own answer like it's it's this thing okay this is gonna get a little nerdy real fast but my brain goes there so we're going um It's like you have to hmm, trying to find another alternative way to say this stuff. You're not you're not looking for their life. You're looking for your own. Um, lots of people, like when I when I go around large, large groups of people, it's like, 
and you just you just sit there and watch and observe um sometimes they're so like the only way i can tell one person um as far as their personal differences compared to the next is because they literally have a different body or a different um they're in a different cosplay costume than the next otherwise it's like you go around people um and they all seem the same like literally it's almost like they have conversations to literally almost try to create each other um like they're 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 trying to like pick um, pick one thing out of the other they like and then like imitate it while the other is picking something out of out of the other that they like to imitate it too and by the end of it the conversation is like they each have a different version of each other incorporated into their person and they accumulate it it's like it's like an accumulated suit like how many different kinds of ways can i say these cool things how many different cool thoughts can i have how many um you know how many like spot on timing memes come up in my brain how many cool thoughts just come up in my brain that you go like oh or man you are so on like stuff like that it's just like ah yeah you're so on because the person next to you is saying the same thing but you're just changing the words and you think it's amazing and it's like um just because the words change do you think it's amazing and i'm just like i don't know i don't know i just why do you why do you want that suit why do you why do you keep wanting that? I can't figure it out. So this is why I know that each person is different. And they want the suit and they want it like that. Okay, then they can have it. But I don't need it. And the thing is, is like, um, I don't know how to explain to them when they're talking to me that I don't want it. They think it's the greatest thing in the world and that's fine. And you should, you can like support them in the way to where you don't create resistance around what they're saying or you're not trying to like sway them to talk differently or change themselves or do anything like that. And you can just let them have all of their, their um, thoughts and opinions and emotions all day long. It doesn't, it's okay. It's only when there's people around you that try to make you feel like you're supposed to be something different than you are. And then it feels like to you they're um, they're imposing their opinions or thoughts on you to try to get get them to create or get you to create their suit. But if you could catch it, I don't know if it's, I don't know if only my brain can catch stuff like this or if some other people can, I'm sure, hopefully. But when I just said all that, you can pick up the reason why the world around me 
um, why I would perceive it to be experienced that way and why it's like your mind, in a way, creating it before it, before, let's say before it happens. Uh, it's kind of a weird way to say it, but before it happens. So, like, if I say, like, to, to anyone who didn't catch it, if I said... Um, I have a thought or belief like in the back of my head or something in my head that says something like, or I hear thoughts or whatever that says something like, um, they're trying to create a suit for me to wear or they're trying to um, opinion me into a suit or they're trying to bore me into a suit. that automatically tells my brain to look out. Be on the lookout. Be on high alert lookout for that suit that they're trying to put me in, that box they're trying to put me in. How, how, it's almost like you get these, this, these glasses on or these, this, these lensings on where you say, um, how are they in a box and what box are they in and how and like how many boxes can you see that they're in while they're talking to see if it's something like you know it's like why would you want to go down the road of putting yourself in a box and looking like that or experiencing the world like that if you don't like it uh you shouldn't just move on thing is if you tell your brain to get in high alert mode your system gets like really hyper focused in a way on in like a high alert mode like to where it's like a survival instinct to look out for the suit uh it takes you back to some like just generic like um understandings of animals like with the animals they get into a high alert mode for their own protection and it's like we're not in humans aren't so in the wild anymore so they're not so like um you know living in caves anymore so it's like these properties or whatever that people experience they're being transferred like the human experiences um like the primordial like ancient um, parts of the human itself, like the nervous system, the way it's trained, fight, flight, freeze, response, all that stuff, right? Psychology or brain out with that stuff. Um, it's all that, all that, all those mechanisms and things like that are being transferred into, like they never left the human, the patterns are all getting like transferred like into human interaction with technology human interaction with your car it's like if you imagine the humans back in the day they're needing things like that to be on like you need to get on high alert mode high hyper focus high alert mode type of thing for extended periods of time like if you're hunting to like ensure that you catch your prey while also being safe so that you can have food to eat 
you know but now it's like you know you can go to the store so your system doesn't have to have high alert mode on to go to the store for to know it already knows it's going to have food so that that whole mechanism that patterning has gotten re-patterned into the humans and and it gets like thrown into like work and like um interfacing with technology and all kinds of stuff and so you like um we talk so fast and so like flagrantly and we use words so flagrantly like we're not trying to even care like we want to say the right words but like it's like if they slip and they're not coming out right then it's like oh well um get on with it like i can move past it you should be able to too and it's like wait a second you're missing the whole point if you think that the whole point of it is for you to realize the moment you tell your brain to look for something you've put it in a mode to where that's the only thing it can see or wants to see or is trying to see maybe trying to see is the best way to say it you've put yourself in a mode where that's your the thing your brain is literally trying to see it is efforting its hardest to see that and when you do that you automatically put like a lens on it's like an emotional like lens there's all kinds of ways analogies you can explain it but basically you literally put a lens on and the lens you put on tells your brain to basically filter your experience into creating the thing you're trying to see And then, in a way, you get trapped in your own concept or your own thing you were trying to see. And then you try to bring the other person into your concept at the same time. And hopefully, if I explained it well enough... Um, you can almost like feel that inside you. You can almost feel what that means. I can, I know the impact, some impasse out there probably can too. You can feel what I'm saying with that. So, while it's a pattern you see, and it's a pattern that's real, and it's a pattern that's happening, it's also a temporary pattern that you've put your brain in intentionally by telling it to look for something so that it tries to see it. So, how do you not do that? Okay, well, listen. Just listen. Uh, yeah, that's how. Don't speak. Listen. Listen to what they're saying. How are you supposed to pick all these patterns up? Listen to what they're saying. Stop talking. Listen. How do I know which right questions to ask? The questions will automatically come to you. 
or else the conversation can be over. Why does the conversation have to keep going? If you wanted to, you can keep figuring it out, you know? But at the same time, if you lit you you that is what I would call like that whole pattern right there that I just explained. That's what I would call putting yourself intentionally in a state of confusion without realizing you did it. And I've had to learn to phrase it like that. It's intentionally happening happening. in you even though and you can be aware of it and you can realize it's happening but you know you can't stop it at the same time you can just free your mind from its viewpoint and then you're free from the whole thing because then as long as your system is told to go into trying to see something mode you're 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 deliberately telling yourself get confused please Get confused so I can unconfuse myself. Let me get confused with this person so then I can go talk to this person in the next meeting and unconfuse myself about that one. Flip-flop on meetings all day long. I witnessed it all the time. It's like this person gets confused about something so they go to the next meeting and look to someone else to unconfuse them. Then they both get confused in the process and they need a third party to step in. If none of them can figure it out, then everyone entered into confusion mode, and that's what came out, like a creation or something was created from it. A decision was made from confusion mode. And it's like, whoa, hold on. None of you saw how you got there in the first place. Um, so, like... Please stop trying to drag me into it at the same time, you know? Uh, like, that's the thing. It's like, the, like with, with what I experience around people sometimes like that, like, um, I can sit there and watch a pattern like that happen and right in front of my face all day long. And my brain is literally telling me, like, you're confused. Now that you're trying to unconfuse yourself through that person. Now you're confusing. You're both confused. And then it's like, it's like someone comes in with like a baby and your mind goes towards the baby and you forget about the whole thing. And it's like, wait, you could have learned and recognized that pattern, but instead your mind went off and focused on something else. And in the same thing, at the same moment, there's that phrase, ignorance is bliss. It's like you literally just did the same thing. You just didn't consciously know what you were doing to get yourself out of the confusion. But your mind knows how. All it has to do is change its focus of attention. And then it goes away. And then you're less confused. You may not be completely, un- con- not be as confused anymore, but you're less confused than you were. And then you have a more clear head and more capacity to, it's like your thinking got, like your thinking brain got all tangled up inside. And, and you almost like think your brain is not tangled up because you're not aware that it could be tangled up like that. You didn't know you could be confused like that.
So, you just, like, that's just a pattern to notice that I see a lot and a lot of people. Um, and again, I'm just, here's the interesting thing. I can, you say it now, you know, it's like, until your mind is satisfied, until you really, I don't even know how to say it at this point, until you can quiet your mind, you're going to keep looking for content. And to the degree that the content feeds your mind, and to the degree that you want it to feed your mind, and to the degree that you want content to create more content, so that you can, um, you know, what, what's all the phrasing like, uh, create the next big thing, at some point you realize that like, um, someone who understands the pattern of a meme can create the meme, all the, those kinds of memes all day long. So at some point content becomes irrelevant. Yet at the same time you look for it. And you want it and you crave it and you desire it. And that's just kind of how it works. <laughs>